What's up, Joes? And welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, Raphael Chaidez, back with you. You know why I played that. You know exactly <laughs> why. Because the motherfucking king is back. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking king is back. What a week for Irishmen. The Irish Mexican winning and the Irish man coming back to the presser. And what a fucking presser it was. Yeah, dude. Uh, except for Khabib needs to get on the promotion-wise. He needs to start cutting his promo, brother. Bro. He needs to get out there and tell that big, bad Conor McGregor how it's going to go down when they get in that cage in October 6th, brother. He needs me as his mouthpiece. I'll go up there and Hogan it for him. I mean, if he has to do... If he has to, go pull the, the Jose Aldo and just talk your shit in your native language. Yeah. Like, speak yeah. Russian to him. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you can't do it in English, which we know Habib has got a language barrier. You ask your friend why he, I slap. You ask. Go ahead. I no believe. You ask. <laughs> why, this man drink whiskey? Going to help him win? I don't, I, no believe. I don't drink. I don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink. Never I don't believe. I don't, yes, believe. I don't believe this. No. It's like, come on, Khabib. Come on, like, this is going to be your biggest payday. And Connor's up there chugging whiskey, yelling profanities, trying to get... And Khabib is a look. He's very composed, and he didn't show anything up there. But dude, Con- Connor got to him. He showed a little bit. I was just saying, I, he I, did. I picked up a- he picked, you could pick it up in his body language for sure. Uh-huh. That that shit about uh, his uh, the Putin and him asking for his friend to be uh, um, yeah the guy that he asked to to the find the financier. Yeah, yeah that that one that one got to him. I think. But um, well, his manager had to be escorted out. Mm-hmm. Abdul Ali was... Ali Abdul fucking yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I I think it did get to him. It's just you know he's 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 composed and he's stone faced. That's his demeanor anyway. But you could tell. You can tell the king got to him. He's never really. I mean, maybe Tony is about. As close as you're gonna get to the, the the and Tony's not anywhere in the same ballpark as far as shit talking goes as Conor McGregor. So I'm not not trying, but I'm just I'm trying to think of other people that that he has fought that can also do the mental warfare on him. Nate definitely, but Nate is like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Let's go, bitch. But, like, Nate, but Nate and Habib haven't fought. Have they? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Connor's. I was thinking about. Yeah. Connor. No. No. Connor. Connor. Obviously. Yeah. And him and Nate were were perfect for each other. No. I was talking about Habib. As far as preparation, I mean, he he was set up to fight Tony three different times. So, I guess yeah. he's gone through that verbal warfare with Tony. But like I said, Tony's not that good at it. No, he's pretty corny at it, to be honest. It's very. It's a little cringe. It's a little cringe. It's, I cringe up sometimes. I'm like, oh. It's almost worse than Kobe Covington. See, so I, I think with Tony, it's authentic. I think he's corny. I, I can see how forced it is with, um, oh, with Kobe. Covington, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a complete act. I, I know it's a complete act with uh, Covington. I think uh, I think Tony, I think that's Tony. I think he's just corny, and he, he thinks he can talk shit, but it's not good shit talking. No, he is corny as fuck. Mm. For real. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty corny. Uh, but he's, he's tough, dude. He always, he always has fuck. been corny, but yeah. tough. I mean, he spent his whole life getting picked on about his ears. <laughs> For real. They like car doors. Fucking satellite dishes. 
<clears throat> no, it was it was good to get a Conor McGregor presser in. I'm sure we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it uh when we get into news later. But yeah, it's been a it's been a good week so far. <laughs> Feels good to be back on first shift. Oh yeah, right. You just started that? Last week was my first week, but it was kind of all fucky because I was coming in right off the start, coming in off the cup. So, um, my first week getting an actual decent night rest on a Sunday. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I'm. I, I was telling you before we started. I'm happy as fuck to get out of work at four o'clock. Like it's it's great. Yeah, I got sent home Monday. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> yeah. You got you got sent home. I got disciplined on Monday at home. All right, uh, <laughs> at work, I got sent home. You got sent home from school. Yeah, I got sent home from school. <laughs> but um, I, I would say everything's on the up and up now. I I've would mended. say so too. I, I think I've presented my case, and I think I've been exonerated. I think um, I'm actually going to be rewarded for my for my efforts that I've been putting in for these past four years, five years in January. Uh, uh, two years back in high school because I worked there really early on. So, oh yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I've actually made up my hours that I lost on Monday because I got sent home pretty early, like at nine o'clock, and I started six. So three hours in. God damn! I, I you, wasn't having it. You worked. You worked overtime then. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been working overtime. Just been coming in uh, before and after. The the owner said, uh, "Make sure you make up your time." He's like, "I don't know why you got sent home, but make up your time." That's what's up, dude. Yeah, because yeah, I got sent home for working. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? Right. No, for sure. You, uh, the conversations you and I have had about the situation definitely are promising and in your favor. Oh yeah, dude. Since I, since I think we've been talking, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be doing this. He's promised me this, and it's just like a year goes by, and I'm like, god damn it, what the fuck? And then I get pissed about it. And maybe I should be more vocal. I was saying earlier, yeah. maybe I should be a little bit more professional, but. Those skills are, they come with time. Um, I, I'm not in professional environments all the time, so, you know. Yeah, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, yep. Sometimes you got to ruffle a couple feathers to, to show them what's up. Fucking bastards. Fucking sons of bitches. Yeah. Dude, I got a bunch of cool toys, though, this weekend, or action figures. Yeah, you did. You got some fucking, yeah. some nice scores, dude. I got the giant machine, so they released uh, Andre the Giant when he had a mask on. Yeah. And then um, I got uh, Multiple Man from the X-Men. Yep. He's got three different heads, so I might have to pick up, like, two more of him because he is Multiple Man, and I want to have, like, three of them side to side. Yeah, that would be dope for a display. Yeah, and um, he comes with, I think, the leg of Apocalypse. So now I have Psylocke, Wolverine, Sabretooth. Multiple man, and I need, I think, three more. I need Magneto, Gladiator, and Storm to form Apocalypse, and then I'll have a badass X-Men little display, and then I, I can keep on growing that. That's sick, dude. Yeah. Nice. Uh, who else did I pick up? Gan- no, or, I uh, um, Bishop. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Bishop. Don't yeah, that's probably my big, boy Bishop. That was the best one out of the weekend, Bishop. My so boy. I add another badass to my X-Men collection, and... It's funny, so you finish a bath, a Build-A-Figure, and then right away you fucking start a new one. So I formed Obsidian Cole, probably my favorite figure that I have right now. Yeah. All Obsidian. I don't know why they changed the name. 
Uh, and then I, I'm like, I already had started Apocalypse, so I'm like, let's for, let's finish Apocalypse. And then I saw Bishop, and I picked up Bishop, and he comes with the Wing of Sauron, so I need to form that uh, pterodactyl one where they, they go into Professor Xavier's mind, I think, or into the Wildland. I don't know where it was. Do you remember that? When yeah. They traveled? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that pterodactyl dude is the builder figure. He's pretty awesome too. But that line is pretty cool too. It's like a Deadpool and X Men line. So they having they have Bishop, uh, dead, and then they have like a Deadpool in his boxers. But they they got cool accessories. They got Omega <laughs> Red. That's the one I want next. I want Omega Red. Right. Uh, they have X twenty three, but as a. Uh, as like in the Wolverine getup, like yep. in the blue, blue and yellow, because I have yeah. the, I have the X Force, X twenty three. Getting, getting her in the getting her in the classic Wolvie costume would be sweet. Uh-huh. I want that Sauron bath too. That'd be so, cool. Yeah, that, that, that's that's where I'm at. Just oh, building yeah. more build the figures. And the Captain Marvel movie trailer. Yeah, that trailer looked fucking cool as shit. Blockbuster, <laughs> Starbucks, the Starbucks hat. No, I'm I'm excited for that. I, uh, dude, I just realized fucking Venom's coming out in like two weeks. Same week yeah. as the Connor fight. Mm-hmm. October third, right? And then October sixth is Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I, and then there's that Venom wave, so I can't find it because people keep scooping it up. But then Venom and Carnage is in the line, Ooh. and then if you build all of them. If you form, if you get all the symbiotes, because it's all the symbiotes, it's like Scream, um, I think Anti Venom, and then uh, Venom, and then Carnage, and I forgot who else, and they form like a uh, giant Venom, like a huge Venom. Nice. Yeah. So. Nice. I wonder if the movie's gonna. I wonder if the movie's gonna have any other symbiotes in it. Well, supposedly, I mean, yes, I think uh, I think the villain in the movie is another symbiote, but it's not. Uh, Carnage. Carnage. It's the the doctor is a symbiote, I believe. Um, if I remember right, but I know Cletus Cassidy is supposed to be in it. So I'm kind of confused as to how they're gonna do Venom. What do you mean? Um, is he gonna touch Spider Man first? No. Like, cause that's how the cart. Right. How the no, is. this is this is uh. Spider-Man isn't going to be in this, I don't believe. If he is, it's just going to be a, a cameo quick. But Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Maybe they do a quick cameo where the symbiote touches him and then it goes away because... No, because this is taking place in San Francisco. Oh, okay, so it's not even... Fuck. Then they're no. changing the story up a little bit. Well, I think... Yeah, I think Eddie moved away from New York or something from what I had read before, but I don't know. I haven't read any of the... Like, the the synopsis or anything like that on it. I'm trying to kind of go in open-minded. Yeah, so this is going to be the first introduction of symbiotes into the MCU. I don't know because they haven't announced, they haven't said whether or not like Venom is actually going to be part of the MCU if they're going to um, cross it over into the the Sony Spider-Verse or whatever. They, they mm-hmm. have it. I think now that they made the decision to to make it PG-13, they probably will because now they can cross it over because it's not a rated R movie. Yeah. 
um, so they can they can connect it into the MCU, but they haven't announced anything yet. Probably waiting to see how it does. I would guess before Marvel's going to be like, yeah, we'll pick it up and let's run with it. So it's 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 a Sony property currently, but part of the deal that Marvel signed with uh, being Sony getting a co-production and shit on Spider-Man when they took it over after they bombed out with the Amazing Spider-Man. Who did the Amazing Spider-Man? Sony? Yeah. Yeah, Sony did, and Sony had this plan with the Amazing Spider-Man 2 coming out. They were coming behind it off the heels of it. We're going to do a Sinister Six with Venom the Vulture... You know, we already had Rhino, um, Electro, and shit like that introduced, and uh, the Goblin. And then they had been kind of hinting at, uh, was that, no, that was, never mind, I was going to say Sinister, but that was something else. Um, But yeah, then, so then when Amazing Spider-Man 2 took a shit, Sony put the whole Sinister Six and the Spider-Man universe on hold. And then Marvel fucking struck a deal with Sony to get Spider-Man. And here we are. Yeah, I think they made the right choice because um, that uh, those two Spider-Man movies sucked. The ones in between this. I like the Amazing Spider-Man series. The fucking, the ones with Tobey Maguire were garbage, but the Andrew Garfield ones were good. I thought. Looking back, yeah, they were pretty garbage. I thought at the time they were good, and then I was a lot younger, too. Yeah. But he's a pretty bad actor. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 isn't very good, but I thought the first one was. Uh-huh. No, 2 really sucked. We had to turn it off, and we stopped. We're just like, we can't do this anymore. My my nephews wanted to turn it off, too. The first one was good. Yeah, I, 2, I, I, I two is one. bad. The first one is good, though. And I think 2 really ruined the, the series. Well, that's what kind of stopped, didn't it? Kind of, like, yeah. Eh, let's not go any further. Should have never cast Jamie Foxx as Electro. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It was a kind of it was a bad choice. Yeah, bad choice on Jamie's part to take it. He he's had good movie roles recently, but that one was not it. That one was a miss for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, dude, you know what I've been watching? What Iron Iron Fist season two, and it's getting pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how far you've gotten into... Or have you seen season one? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, fuck. So, uh, spoiler alert for people that haven't seen or gotten into two. Quick. So, season one gets done, and then this... Uh, one, he was adopted or something into a family of monks. And he beat the monk's son in order to become Iron... Or get the test to become Iron Fist, and he becomes Iron Fist or whatever. But then he leaves to New York... Iron Fist, Danny Rand, and um, the other the other guy follows him to try to take him back to defend his home country. But so now there's he took his powers of Iron Fist. It's crazy. It, it, it's awesome. So like he stole his Iron Fist powers, and now Danny Rand's trying to get him back. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. Pretty interesting. I check it out. Um, have you seen any? You seen the other ones, right? Luke Cage. Uh, no, I've only seen. Punisher, both seasons of Daredevil in the first season of Jessica Jones. I've seen okay. parts. I've seen parts of Luke Cage, but I haven't watched the whole thing. 
Okay. I thought Luke Cage was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought go Luke back. Cage was good. I had to go back and rewatch Iron Fist because my brother told me it was bad, and I took his word for it, and then I started watching it because I had seen The Defenders, and I'm like, well, now nah, i got to go back and watch Iron Fist because I had seen all the other ones. Yeah, I had heard Iron Fist wasn't very good. No, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It was just like a lot of people I saw didn't really care for it. But then I saw today that uh, Netflix announced they're not going to do a second season of The Defenders. What? Probably oh, because after 2019, I don't know if those Marvel shows are going to be on Netflix anymore. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because the last movie that's or the last uh, the last Disney movie that's going to be on or Marvel movie is Ant-Man and Wasp, I think, is the last one to come out on Netflix. They're the last ones to make a deal with Netflix before Disney and yeah, it releases their streaming app. I don't know if we'll see Avengers because Black Panther just hit Netflix like a week or two ago. Yeah, I think we'll see. If, I think I heard Ant-Man and Wasp was going to be the last one, so we might see Avengers. I don't know, though. Yeah. I'll take my word. We'll see. Yeah, I'll take my word. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the the Netflix television shows. Oh, the defenders? Yeah, I don't know either. Well, I mean, you, the you whole any any of them because um after after the Netflix and and Disney deals done, what happens to them? Can they continue on the same way, the same actors? They wouldn't want to, though, right? They could. They would just continue on to the Disney streaming site and not on Netflix. Yeah, and I don't know. Who knows, man? I don't know. I think it would be a terrible idea taking them off Netflix personally because I think they have more freedom to do them the right way. Yeah, I heard Netflix is pretty lenient on that shit, letting you do your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I don't know how the mouse is gonna handle it. Being on their own shit. We'll mm-hmm. find out, I guess. Yeah. They have a lot of fucking kid stuff, dude. It's going to be good. Watch. They're going to do good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, their Disney streaming service is going to do amazing because yeah. they're taking everything off of Netflix and Hulu. So if you want to watch Star Wars, if you want to watch Marvel, if you want to watch Disney, if you want to watch this, you have to go to the Disney streaming service. Mm-hmm. And people are going to pay it. And I, and I hope they have a lot of stuff because Netflix usually gets rid of their stuff since they have so much content. They'll get rid of old stuff that sometimes I want to watch. Well, yeah, that contracts that come up. Yeah, and they exactly. Have renegotiation and mm-hmm. that's why you see stuff come back. Like when I wanted to go back and rewatch the Avengers, I couldn't because I had to rewatch them on different yeah. platforms. Oh yeah, for sure. And you only get certain Marvel movies at times. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Before we get into the Sao Paulo card coming up on Saturday, I just want to give a quick shout out and welcome back to our good friend Blake over at the Loaded Joe's. Been back pumping out podcasts. Yeah, he's got a co-host now, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. It's good to have Blake back. Rocking rocking the man bun. Uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, Blake. No, he reached out the other day. It was good to talk to him, and I'm uh, glad to see him back fucking running strong, man. Yeah. Our our good friend. 
Thank you for your continued support, and welcome back. It's good to have you in the fold. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some. Ditto. Let's talk some fucking UFC Sao Paulo. All right, let's do it. <laughs> this card's had some issues, man. Mm-hmm. It's been cursed, city cursed, 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 cursed. Uh, the main card was originally supposed to be Jimmy Manawa taking on who was Jimmy Glover. Yeah, Glover Teixeira. Yeah. And then Glover pulled out a few weeks ago. Uh. Jimmy just pulled out recently. Like a week ago. Like a week Maybe ago. Maybe less. Yeah. Last, I believe. Uh, this uh, story, the, the statement was from September 18th, and they're saying that uh, Eric Anders took the fight on five days' notice. So uh, the day after Jimmy landed in Brazil. Uh, he went for his last hard training session. During that session, a sprint tore, or a session of sprints, he tore his hamstring. And after getting it assessed in the hospital, doctors diagnosed it as a severe tear greater than 50% and told me it would be a minimum of six weeks recovery time. I'll be working God, hard every damn. day to get back. I can continue to put on a great show. I uh, was 100% ready and looking forward to put on a great show for the fans at Sao Paulo and the around the world. I made a lot of sacrifice and even missed my daughter's 10th birthday. I'm sorry, Havana, and I love you. Daddy's on his way home, and I want to thank you and everyone for their support. A few other things. So, yeah. Jimmy Manoa tore his hamstring. That sucks for Manoa. Yeah, that does. does suck. That sucks for this uh, Brazil card. Well, they still got a Brazilian in there, so that's good. Yeah. In the main event. So, when, uh, when Glover... Glover fell out. Tiago Santos was penciled in to take on Jimmy Manoa. And now your boy, Eric Honors, taking the reins. Interesting fight. Yeah, two guys that like to just fucking bang it out. Slug it out. Yep, slug fest. Oh, man. I mean, Eric Honors looked, I don't want to say unimpressive, but unimpressive in his last fight until that head kick with 30 seconds left. Yeah. That perfectly timed head kick. Perfectly there was no more perfect timed. Time yeah. less, less than a tenth, tenth of a second quicker, and it's an illegal head kick, and he loses the fight. The fight that he was winning, I mean, let's be clear. Uh, But, man, Tiago Santos is a fucking murderer. Yeah. Do you think do you think Honors stands in stands in bangs? I mean, this is a good fight for for Honors <sighs> to get into the top fifteen if he beats Santos. Yeah, I. It's tough because I've Tiago's taking some hits and he likes he he gets hurt. Not that he likes getting hurt, but he gets hurt. He likes banging for sure. And I've seen him get hurt and wobbled and dropped and maybe not finished. But Honors has a lot of power, like. And the other guy used a lot of defensive striking uh, skills against him, a lot of good footwork, and uh, your boy eventually got it done. So he looked very unimpressive, like you mentioned last fight. And I want to go for your boy. I really want. I, I, I'm gonna go for your boy. I'm gonna go for Eric Anders. I, I think he's gonna be able to get the knockout. I think uh, Tiago is gonna go in there relentless, try to get the the win in Brazil, my friend. But I think um, I think uh, Anders' chin. Holds up, and I think he lands a a nice bomb on Tiago. I'm going to pick Tiago because of how much weight Anders is cutting in a very short period of time. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also think that Tiago Santos is a fucking murderer. And uh, he's going to catch your boy on the chin and sleep. With that him. hammer? With that hammer. And he's going to hammer fist him until he's done. Fist I can see that happening. Him. Anders is very young. But yeah. I, I, I'm going for Anders. Is he the underdog? I'm going for the underdog. I gotta bro. say, I'm going for the underdog, brother. I would, I would say, let's check the odds here. Yeah, he's a plus one thirty. Well, not not too bad. To a minus one fifty. Um. Damn, Oliveira is a minus four ten, to a plus three forty. Yeah, I. It's. We haven't really heard of Pedro Soli too much. Uh, Alex Oliveira, Cowboy, he's fought Cowboy, and he's been in a lot of co-mains. Oh, he's fought a lot of people. Yeah, and he's fought names, so I just don't know who Carlo Pedro Soli is, and I've been watching the sport. I'm pretty sure I've seen a fight. It's just he hasn't registered in my brain. No, I don't remember Carlo Pedro Soli. Uh, he's only had two fights in the UFC. One fight, sorry, so that's why. Yeah, Bradley yeah. Scott back in May. No. Oh no! Oh no, Pedro Soli. Murder! Oh no! I'm gonna go with Cowboy. Oh, I'm taking Cowboy for sure, dude. Why? Why these guys? I'm Pedro Soli. He's a good wrestler. That's what it is. I think maybe he stepped in as well. Wasn't the think Cowboy had somebody else he was supposed to fight that got hurt? I could see that too, because. This guy's only had one fight in the UFC. I feel like we've had a bunch of changes to this card. It was a cursed card. Because how many fights has Oliveira had in the fucking UFC? Dude, Oliveira's been fighting in the UFC since 2015. Well, I mean, he's got 20, 23, 24 fights total. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Oliveira. He's going to be wearing his cowboy hat and dancing, and that weird, creepy interpreter guy is going to be kissing him. That The, the fucking Portuguese interpreter uh, old guy kind of creeps me out. That's always with him and with some other people. What about the younger guy? I mean, the younger guy doesn't really bother me, but it's the old guy <laughs> that creeps me out. Yeah. He always, he's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> he's like that weird uncle. I get you. <laughs> uh, third fight of the main card, a friend of the show, si- smiling Sam Alvey. Not really a friend of the show. He did one interview with us, but he's going to be called our friend because fuck it. We should get him on the show, bro. You got his number? He's always in fight camp, so I feel bad like, asking yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. I'm like, yeah, man, we better not. He's got no care to fight. He's always, I mean, he's always in fight camp, dude. Not even when he's not even supposed to fight, he's in fight camp. So well, yeah, always taking fights. Always taking fights. But man, I would love to have Sam back on. That way, you get a you get a chance to talk to Sam. Uh, taking yeah. on the legendary Antonio Ruggiero Nogueira. I mean, is he really legendary? Dude, look at his face. Little Nog, little Nog. Would you consider Little Nog a, a legend? In pride, just in general. I mean, we know Big Big Nog is a legend in the sport, uh, for sure. No, just because the accomplishments aren't there, I would say. Yeah, that's, I, that's where I, I land on it. Yeah, there's a lot of guys with very good skill sets. I'm not saying that Noguera's not 
Oh, skills, skills for sure, but yeah. legend, no. But yeah, I, he hasn't done anything legendary like his brother. His <sighs> brother, though, that guy's oh, a legend. Big Nog is a legend for sure. It's like you can't have your brother be the legend, and you're like, oh, well, I'm tough too. It's like, eh, hey, well. well. Look at Alexander Melianenko, minus the, the rape shit and jail stuff. Yeah. But I just mean, like, even, even before in Pride, like, Alexander was the scary looking one. But mm-hmm. Fedor is the one that fucking kill you. Yep. Fedor came in killing everybody. Yeah, he's the legend, and Alex is not. Yeah, exactly. I uh, man, uh, Nogueira has been. Uh, he's been out of competition for yeah, a while, he hasn't, hasn't he? Fought in a while. Was he suspended? I don't. His, know. his last fight was in 2016. I think he was suspended. If it's been two years, then yeah, because injuries you just take a year and they're back. Yeah, I think I think maybe he got popped. Damn. I don't necessarily remember. But smiling Sam at two oh five is not the dude you want to come back to after no. two years. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sam on a two fight win streak. Um knocking out Marcin Pranchino and uh or Pranchino and uh getting the decision win over Jean Volante. I'm going with Smiling Sam Alvey. Oh, all day. All day. And I, I think he knocks out Rogero. Uh, man, he's got good boxing though. And just, he's tough. But I don't know. I think he's gonna take some he's gonna take some heavy shots from just don't go to the ground. Smiling. Yeah, exactly. Keep it up. Keep it standing. Don't go to the ground. Uh former Bantamweight King Henan Barrow is taking on Andre Elwell. Uh, Andre Elwell is a shadow man. Has... Is he? St- he's not in the UFC. Yeah, he's never. It's got to be his first fight in the UFC. First fight usually in the UFC for sure. Means they haven't taken the picture yet. Yep, first fight for sure. A lot of shadow men on the card. Two. I wonder if he's stepping in as well. Four, five, six, six, seven. Yeah, seven shadow men. Or this is why, or maybe they're they're giving some uh, opportunities to fight on this card as well from Brazil. People from Brazil. Well, Andre Elwell is not from Brazil. He's from the United States of America, according to mm-hmm. uh, this. So but he probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, but oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about Andre Elwell, so you gotta. Think, I don't either. You gotta He's think new. Brow, even though Brow's been an absolute shell of himself. Since USADA came around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Brow gets it done, right? I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Uh, I would agree with that statement, Jeff. I mean, it's just logical thinking, I guess. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Random Marcos taking on Marina Rodriguez. Marcos just fucking fought, didn't she? Yes. Like she- three weeks ago or something? No, a little bit later, further than that. She just fought. Uh, well, I guess it was in Rodriguez. July. I guess, it was in July. Oh, no, that's who she's no, fighting. No, she's next. fighting Marina. Yeah, it was hands are off back in July, the end of July. Uh, you're not. You're not too off. It's been a month, a little over a month. But that's recent. That's recent as fuck. Yeah, not long. Randall looked good the first round, but she lost uh, second and third. Needing to turn it up. But uh, she's fighting Shadow Girl here, so. It's a quick turnaround, man. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, again, logical thinking. Shadow Girl making her debut, taking on Random Marcos. I'm, gonna go I'm going with Shadow Girl. 9-0, Brazilian. Random Marcos likes the ground. Ooh. 40% KO rating, 60% or 40% decision. I'm going to go with Randa. Fuck it. Just because I love Random Marcos. Mm-hmm. Uh. Once again, both Oliveras are on the on the card. Your, which one's which, brother? <laughs> Dubronx, the uh, the the one that doesn't like to make weight mm. at one forty five. Um, yeah, okay, is who we're talking about now, Mister Mister Big Mac. Mister Submission, I would say he's got the most submissions. Bef- only Hoist Gracie has more submissions than him in the UFC. Damn. And um, I don't know by how many more, but it's like one or two. This would probably tie him with Hoist. He's taking on uh, Christos Gaigos, the Shadow Man, whose nickname is the Spartan. Oh, no. Another Shadow Man and against the fucking fetid. But he's fought. UFC guy. He's fought in the UFC. Who, Shadow Man? Yeah. Who? Uh, he fought Gilbert Burns back in 2014, lost by submission. He beat what the hell UFC. He beat uh, I don't know if it's Jorge or George de Oliveira in 2015 by submission. Lost to Chris Wade in 2015 by decision, and now he's back. In Why don't the UFC have this? 2018. I have no fucking clue, man. He's 15 and 6. It's got to be a late step in. They just didn't update it. Got to be. Mm-hmm. And his summary is heart. That's what he's got. <laughs> that's that's enough for me to make my pick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, with Charles Oliveira. Yeah, I'm going Charles Oliveira. He's going to kill this guy. Strangle him or take his leg, his arm. Yeah, I'm going to say he's going to submit the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the We're into the FS2 prelims. Main card on FS1 at 10.30. Prelims on FS2 at 8.30. And your early prelims on Fight Pass at 6.30. Francisco Trinaldo is taking on Evan Dunham. Dunham, 18-7-1. Francisco Trinaldo, 22-6. Dunham, come on, internet. Dunham Dunham is 18-7-1. Yeah. Um, quick side note, this is why UFC is going to be so much better on ESPN. We're not going to have UFC early prelims and then on the fight pass and then U, uh, UFC prelims on FS2 and then the main cards on FS1. What the fuck kind of shit is that? Hmm. It's like playing tag. It's like, Hey, come catch me over here now. Wow. Playing fucking hide and go seek with FS with FS1 and FS2. It's because of football. Yeah. That's why the, and baseball, actually, right now, too, because baseball is gearing up for the playoffs. Ooh-wee. And the UFC doesn't take priority because the contract's almost over, so Fox could give a fuck less. Oh, yeah, Fox does not give a shit. Yeah, Fox don't give a fuck. Yeah, let's just move them around. Uh, let's put one fight. Let's just alternate fights. That's one of two. Right, we'll just go back and forth. 
Uh, Dunham is coming off of a loss to OAM back in April by first-round knockout. Uh, before that, in October of 2017, went to a draw with Benil Dariush and was on a four-fight winning streak before the draw. And Francisco Trinaldo. If my internet will go faster, that would be lovely. Uh, Trinaldo also coming off a loss to James Vick by decision back in February. Has gone win-loss, win-loss in his last. I'm so, going Dunham. God damn, he went on a tear for a while, though. Trinaldo? Yeah, from September yeah. of 2014 to... When he lost to Kevin Lee in 2017. One, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. He's had a lot of fights in the UFC. Yeah. He's had a, so, 28 fights in general. I'm going to go with Dunham, though. Dunham's had 26. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Dunham as well. Going to go with Dunham as well. Yeah, I think he's got good enough striking to stop Trinaldo and good enough deep Brazilian jiu-jitsu to not get submitted on the floor and keep it standing. Yeah, and that's that's the key. It's just keeping it standing and not getting into Trinaldo's fucking garden shit. Um, Luis Henrique taking on the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series product Ryan Span Spawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henrique coming off of two losses in a row to Marcin Tabera and Arjun Singh Bueller. And as we said, Spawn making his actual UFC debut. That Brazilian looks scary as fuck. But uh, I don't know too much about these guys. And We know Ryan Spawn is off of the Contender Series. Yeah, Spawn was actually, uh, it looks like a a loser on season one of the Contender Series. Mm-hmm. Getting knocked out by Carl Robertson and coming back to submit uh, Emiliano Sorti in the next year. Yeah. Uh, Luis Enrique is, is scary looking. Yeah. Big um. I'm going to go with, uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm going to go with Luis Enrique. It's in Brazil. I'm going to take Spawn. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. Man. Fuck it, I'm going to ride with him. He's got a Superman on his chest, so let's go. He is the bigger guy, even though the UFC page, when like, hasn't there, he looks smaller than Enrique. Yeah, he's leaning in his picture, so he, he does look smaller for some reason. But, uh... T- yeah, 77 inches tall with an 81-inch reach. Yeah, so he's probably going to be the bigger guy. Enrique doesn't look... Well, he looks in shape, but he looks kind of gutty. Yeah. He's really weird. A little soft in the middle. A little soft in the middle. Uh, First fight of the FS2 prelims, Augusto Saki taking on Chase Sherman. I like Chase Sherman. I don't necessarily like Chase Sherman as a fighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you he, like his personality. I like his personality. Twitter. He uh, he he does. He's got heart. I'll give him that. 
Yeah. Like, the dude can take a beating. Oh, not, Lordy, can he take a beating? Yeah, well, that's not something you should uh, you should lean on too much all the time. Nah, motherfuckers want to talk about James Vick was talking all that shit about Gaethje being the Homer Simpson of MMA, but I kind of think that might go to Chase Sherman, yo. Yeah, because Gaethje answers back. Homer never. Homer couldn't even kill the fly. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Sherman just because I don't know who Saki is. He's had one fight in the UFC. Yeah, I'll take Sherman because exactly. I don't know. He it was in the Contender Series. In Brazil? Yeah, season 1.1. So that's recently. Damn, that's he got the, thrown in quick. That's the Brazilian one that they just they just have been showing. Damn, that was less, less than a month ago. Yeah, they just released it. Yeah, he knocked him out August 10th, 2018. Damn. Son, that's a month and ten days. It's quick. That's crazy. Uh, your feature fight of the early prelims: Sergio Morais taking on Killa B. Ben Saunders. Morais, Killa B. Still with the UFC. Yeah, man. Didn't he just win his last one? I think so. Sergio Morais coming off of a decision win over Tim Means back in February. He's got a loss to Kamaru Usman in September. Uh, wins over Davi Ramos and Zach Otto. Oh, yeah, Ben Saunders just beat Jake Ellenberger. Yeah, Jake Ellenberger. The, the retirement fight. Uh-huh. Before that, he had lost to Joe Ban, and then before that, Peter Sabata in knockouts in the second round both. Looks like Sergio likes to go to the ground. Ben Saunders got some good ground game, too. Ben does have some good ground game. He's got a really good rubber guard and a good mission control and one of the Mm -hmm. few Omoplata submissions in the UFC. Uh, I'm going to take Killer B. Yeah, Ben's my dude. Ben's my dude. I like him. Uh, Jillian Robertson taking on Myra Bueno Silva. Shitara. Yeah, Shadow Lady, too. And I don't know anything about Jillian Robertson, to be honest. Um, she fought Molly McCannon last, and <laughs> before that, Emily Wittenmeyer. She beat both of them. I remember the Molly McCannon one. I think she she beat the shit out of her. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of remember the Molly McCann fight because I liked Molly McCann, but I think she put on a really good submission on a really good armbar. Oh technical. yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, that was the. First fight of the prelims for Cowboy or Thompson and Till. Okay. Was, yeah, she had a really nice armbar. Yeah. Yeah, it was opening opening fight of the prelims for that card. Yeah, I don't know who Myra Bueno Silva is, but she's four and Damn, I don't know though, because Mechanical got the submission win. Scar has no fights in the UFC though. I mean, we're in the prelim, early, early prelims. It don't even matter. We don't even have to make a pick. I'm going with uh, Shadow Lady. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to make a pick. Uh, I, I actually, I'll take Robertson. Fuck it. Boom. Fuck it. We're here. Let's do it. Uh, Talos Latest taking on Hector Lombard. What the fuck? Oh, man. 
in the battles of two guys that I could give two fucks less to watch. Well, tell, ladies had his title shot and totally shit all over it. They didn't want to fight Anderson. Anderson didn't want to fight either. A lot of criticism in that fight. Yeah. That was when Anderson just didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when that that's the time that everyone loves to forget and never talks about, but he's still the goat. And that's the time where I was like, nah, I'm going with Fader. Fader's never yeah. done anything like this. Yeah, that was the Nate Marquard, the Damian Maya, and the Talos Leitas disaster. Yeah. He had some pretty bad showings. Bad, terrible showings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have Hector Lombard's kind of been exposed as not as good as he was proclaimed in Bellator. And was it Bellator? He's small. He's the, for the 185, but he's stacked sideways. He's got to lose some muscle mass. And he's chinny as fuck, yeah. though. Like Dan mm-hmm. Anderson showed you. Yeah. Uh, this one's tough. No, I don't. I don't. Know. I'm going with Hector Lombard. Oh, I don't, I, dude, I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. Fuck I it. just threw out Hector Lombard. I'm going with Hector Lombard. I don't like Talos ladies. We'll just watch it happen. Yeah. Uh, two fights left. Um, Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos taking on Shadowman. The Luigi. Itali- Luigi. Pendramini. The Italian stallion, but you're from Brazil. What? Oop. 8-0, 50% knockout, 50% sub. That's all I got. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Luigi Vendramini, just because I like his name. <laughs> and the last Shadow Man battle of the day is the first fight of the card. Lavinia Souza, the Brazilian gangster, coming in at 11-1 with a 64% submission rate. Taking on Alex Chambers, uh, five and four with an eighty percent knockout rate. I'm going to take the Brazilian gangster by submission. Shock yeah, I'd the, probably have shock to say the so. world, ma. I, I think Chattagro takes it. Shock the world. Yeah, I've seen Chambers be susceptible to submissions. Yeah, I got I got Chambers getting submitted. Yeah. Sorry, Chambers. Sorry, girl. Um, yeah, that's all we got for that card. That's it. That's it. Should we uh, talk a little news? Noticias, breaking news. Break, breaking news. Well, news that broke right before uh, we got on the call while you were finishing recording. Conor McGregor has inked a new eight-fight deal with the UFC. Uh, this upcoming uh, fight with Khabib Nurmagomedov is going to be fight one of that eight-fight deal. And I'm pretty sure out of all those eight fights, we're going to see Connor's new sponsorship deal with the UFC. Oh, you see McGregor, McGregor Promotions becoming a partner, you mean? No, I mean uh, the whiskey. So he's. I'm pretty sure that sponsorship, he's not paying anything to UFC for. I would I'm hope pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure he's just getting free sponsorship and getting his regular pay. Well, yeah, he's going to get the sponsorship money from the UFC sponsorship. Yeah. Or from yeah. the from the whiskey sponsorship they're going to pay. You think the UFC pays for that? Pays him to even advertise there? Well, I, I mean, just thought they maybe they just offered him free advertisement. Like, here, we'll let you we'll let your advertiser whiskey here, and you come fight for your regular pay. And Maybe. 
I don't know. We don't Maybe. know the, the terms. Of, we yeah, just, the, it just kind of got thrown out there the, that the terms are undisclosed because they just asked. Like, so is is uh is proper twelve going to be a sponsor of uh, UFC two twenty nine? And Dana's like, yeah. And then Connor gets up and they both have a, a drink of the uh, whiskey. Yeah, I saw. I remember that. Um, the story says terms were not disclosed, but White said the deal could make Conor McGregor the most money in the sport, especially given his pay-per-view appeal. <clears throat> As I said, the eight fights do include the fight against Habib Nurmagomedov, and uh, White is saying that the pay-per-view buys for UFC 229 are trending towards $2.5 million. I don't believe that, but we'll see. Said it's hard. It's hard to do a deal with Conor McGregor because he knows his worth. The deal, yeah, the deal includes McGregor's new whiskey, proper whiskey, as a sponsor in every UFC event in which McGregor fights. <laughs> you bet your bollocks it is. Uh, McGregor said when asked if the logo of his product will have a presence in the octagon, on the canvas, on the canvas, like Demagomedov's blood will be on the canvas. God damn. God damn. That's pretty crazy, though. Yeah, man. I can't wait to see what the, the terms when they when they shake out. Some less Irish whiskey. Right. Right. Can you get it in the States yet, right? I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be shipping over. He wouldn't be advertising it in the States if it... Yeah. I wonder how available it is. Well, it just launched, so it's probably going to be available soon. I'll try it. I like Irish whiskey. I used to drink the fuck out of Jameson, so... Why not this? Why not? Why not kind of McGregor's? You fucking... You, you cunts. <laughs> Uh, did the, uh, the press conference today get you more hype for the fight? Um, yeah. 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 I wish, uh, Habib sold a lot more. It's just hard. That language barrier. That's why I said if he should just start doing a shit talking in Russian. Yeah. Yeah. It's just better off. At least you'll be able to say what he's, what's on his mind. Mm -hmm. Instead of diverting back to the same thing that. They're not even talking about. It's like, come on, dude. They're yeah. not even talking about that anymore. Connor can sell a fucking fight. That's for goddamn sure. I just wish uh, Khabib played in a little bit more just so it flowed better. The trash talking. Yeah. But what you gonna do, brother? Right. Uh, this broke last night. John Jones given 15 months suspension retroactive. To his uh, fight with Daniel Cormier, which means uh, John Jones is eligible to fight as of October 28th. Um, Dana said at 100% that was not going to be the uh, the main event, so probably that's going to be the main event. Yeah, yeah. When Dana says 100%, something's not. You haven't mm -hmm. named a main event for a card that's a month away. Or, you know, a little over a month away. One of the biggest stars in the company just got cleared to fight. You're going to be in New York, in his home state. 
you're about to get your biggest pay-per-view draw in two years in October, and you don't want to follow that up with another <laughs> fucking million-dollar pay-per-view in November. Uh, but uh, you heard DC, right? No. DC said, he's like, why am I? Lo-? He's like, I'm not looking back. He's like, I-, I already fought him. He's like, I got Brock ahead of me. He's like, why would I give that up? So You can still fight Brock. That might not happen. That's what I've said all... Oh, we'll, we'll see when there's a check cut. Daniel Daniel would be a fool to turn down this payday. To get to get this payday... I could understand if he wanted to do it at heavyweight. But to get this payday to fight John Jones, to give up the strap... To, to give up a strap you don't even want anymore anyway, and you're going to retire after you fight Brock in fucking March. And you fight Brock for the heavyweight title. Get your fucking paper and get out. It's perfect. It gives you several months after John knocks you out again to get back. See, I think that's the... what he's trying to avoid there, Jeff. I think he's trying to avoid another knockout. Fuck it. It's that light heavyweight. It doesn't matter. You're still going to fight Brock. They're going to take Brock away from you for losing to John Jones? No. Yeah, but not gonna, getting knocked out isn't funny either. It's not like it's a good walk in the park. Well, don't get knocked out. I don't know. Protect well, when your, you're facing the goat, it's kind of hard. Protect your head. Don't do that same dumb shit that John knows you're going to fucking do. I hope it happens. I want it to happen. I'm not saying I don't want it to happen. I just don't think DC's going to do it. Especially after hearing him talk, but you like you said the money, like money, money. Everyone's got a price. Money talks. Yeah, everyone's got a price, man. It's just they're gonna have to reach DCs, and after fighting, damn man, I don't know. If he fights Jones after, and they pay him a fuck ton for Brock, they're gonna have to pay him a fuck ton for Jones. Well, that's what I mean. If he if he's gonna get the opportunity to fight John Jones in Madison Square Garden to headline. Madison, the, the Madison Square Garden pay-per-view. Get he's gonna get fucking paid, and you're gonna get a million dollar or a million pay-per-view buys. Because I was it. thinking, I was thinking of it the other way because he he already set a date when he was gonna retire, and that's kind of coincides when Brock was gonna come yeah, back. That's what. It, but it, he also it said works, he also it said he wanted to, to fight. Yeah, he said he wanted to fight one more time at light heavyweight, mm-hmm. and then fight Brock. It lines up the timeline perfectly, and I said that. For a while. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if DC has been keeping that in mind. And by that, I mean he's probably gained a lot of weight. I don't think he wants to make 205 anymore. Maybe not. But again, money talks. Yeah. Money does talk. And DC was already that. set. I was already set to take off, too. But, you know. If I, if I can get some money thrown at me, yep. Uh, they, if they reach my price and you know they keep my services, money makes you do shit. Yeah. Uh, sad news: uh, Japanese legend Kid Yamamoto dies at the age of forty-one. Uh, Japan's most popular fighter in the mid two thousands, Yamamoto was considered one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world. Prior to his first retirement back in 2007. R.I.P. Kid Yamamoto. Uh, it was announced on Instagram on August 21st that he was battling cancer. And he was hospitalized and receiving treatment in Guam at the time of his death. 
That sucks because he was young. He was 41 years old, man. R.I.P. 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 to the legend. Put on some good fights, man. I liked Kim Yamamoto. Yeah, it was exciting. He, he had a lot of heart. He was definitely someone you wanted to watch. He was a guy that would fucking just go from the be- yeah, from the from the beginning of the fight. Oh, from the sound of the bell. Fuck, Oof. dude, I forgot all about that goddamn hero lightweight championship tournament he won back in 05. Dude, he beat fucking Hoyler Gracie, Kao Uno, and uh, Genke Sudo all by knockout. And then followed that up with a four-second knockout veering, or four, yeah, four-second knockout veering flying knee against uh, uh, Kazuki Mayata. Damn. God damn. R.I.P. Kid Yamamoto. Man, that sucks, man. Thoughts to the family. It was sad news when I found that out, yeah. Uh, UFC flyweight Justine Kish to undergo surgery for a fourth major knee injury. A lot of bad luck. Yeah. Kish has had uh, a lot of bad luck. Uh, it says her, uh, a- her ACL, MCL, and PCL are going to be reconstructed again. God damn, just give her a new leg. Yes. Poor girl. She's already been out of action for most of 2018. Um, To correct, she's going to be going surgery tomorrow to correct a right knee injury suffered in her controversial split decision loss to Xiao Kim back in January. The, uh, she's, Excuse me. She's uh, been attempting to rehabilitate since UFC on Fox 27. But uh, the progressive healing therapies have been unsuccessful. Okay. So she's had, yeah, she's had a lot of injury problems that have cost her momentum in her career. And then she pooped herself. (laughs) It sucks because that's probably going to be her greatest memory. Yeah, for sure. Or that's what she's going to be. Not her greatest memory, but the, mem- the thing that she's remembered for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was an out. Yeah, shitting her pants against uh, fucking Felice Herrig. Oh, yes. And some creep tried to buy her shit-stained pants for a lot of money. Why, well, bro, don't hate. Was it you? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think I'm trying to get this uh, promotion so I could fucking buy some more soiled uh, UFC fighter <laughs> Need a little urine, some fucking blood. Be good to go. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was announced that uh, fucking Chuck Liddell and Tito will be drug tested out of competition. I couldn't even get that sentence done. You watched their press conference? No, I did not. What? Bro, come on. Nope. What's up with that? Because I don't have any interest in watching these two old-ass men fight each other. I probably will watch it, but... 
Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Depends on the what's the pay per view price. That you never. You know what? I'm gonna watch it if the, if it's not more than fifty bucks, and if my friends want to come watch it, I'm not paying. I won't pay more than thirty bucks. Twenty five probably. I wouldn't you, give. I wouldn't have given Bellator forty dollars for that pay per view they threw last year. I'm not giving Chuck and Tito more than fucking thirty. Probably more than twenty five. Then you're probably just gonna have to live stream it. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll, probably gonna be fifty. I got ways. I, there's no fucking way in hell. I'm giving Golden Boy Promotions $50 to watch Chuck and Tito fight. Nope. Chuck and Tito 3, bro. Nope. Out of their prime. Old as shit. It's a big old bowl of nope. What is it? 48 versus 43. Come on. No, sir. No, sir. I will probably watch it. I just won't pay that money for it. Uh, King Mo versus Leah McGeary added to Bellator Hawaii's card. Hawaii. Hawaii. That's uh, going to be headlined by a women's flyweight title between champion Lima Lee McFarlane, uh, who is a white native, taking on Valerie Letourneau. Mm-hmm. Something the UFC hasn't ventured out to do. What's that? Take, out, take a card to Hawaii. Oh, to Hawaii, yeah. I know. Max has been calling for it. Yeah. No, Max can't stay healthy. Uh, Leona Machida also going to be making his Bellator debut against Javier Carvello. And finally tonight, Johnny Hendricks is set to return in bare-knuckle boxing fight against Brian <laughs> Ward. Uh Poor Johnny. Long-time Bellator contender Brennan Ward. Is that the biggest fall from grace? Johnny? Yeah. Oh, him or Hammy, man. From UFC heavyweight champion to fighting in the bare-knuckle boxing league? UFC 185 champion. 170 champion. No, 170 champion, yeah. Not heavyweight champion, though. Sorry. Did I say heavyweight champion? I thought you did. I might have. I don't know. It sounded like you said heavyweight. I could be wrong. I'm high. Yeah, it's a pretty big fall from grace. That's for sure. <laughs> it seemed like Johnny was trying to trying to make heavyweight, if you know what I'm saying. For sure. Well, they're fighting at uh, 185 pounds. Yeah, he better than fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny. Fucking um, I still got Johnny. I'm going with Johnny. Joey Beltran is on this fucking card. I think he was on the last one. I think he was on the last card. Uh, Joey Beltran and Tony Lopez rematch is in the works. Okay. Uh, they collided in June at the debut of Bare Knuckle FC. So, yeah, they fought then. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. That's all I got for news. Uh, you well, you wanted to talk about Canelo and Triple G. Um, you guys should check it out if you guys didn't watch it. I know you didn't watch it, Jeff. No, but uh, I think when it was uh, Canelo's forward pressure, uh, I think he took the close rounds just because he was coming forward from round one. So a lot of criticism was given to him in the first fight because they said he ran. I saw it as defensive boxing. 
Um, I wouldn't have given him the victory in the first one. I wouldn't have given it a try. I would have given it to Triple G. Uh, the second one, I, I'm i in favor with the judges. I picked Canelo. Cano- I think Canelo won with his forward pressure, taking the close rounds, working the body. Uh, Gennady Golovkin's corner even told him he was losing the fight. Told him to change stuff up a couple times throughout the fight because it wasn't working. Canelo was told to change it up, but that's because he was winning, and then he started trying to knock out uh, Golovkin. He started going... He started uh, trying to land a lot more heavy shots to the head, and he started giving uh, Gennady the the opening to to take some rounds. Ultimately, I think Canelo did enough to take the fight, especially being the smaller guy and coming forward the whole fight. Instead of both fights, people were saying that Gennady... Well, the first fight, people were saying that Gennady was going to get the knockout. Again, they were saying that he was going to get the knockout. I even thought that, that knockout was possible. Canelo has fought... 24 rounds of beautiful boxing with not he hasn't shown too much of a grimaces like with those shots I know they've hurt him but not to the point where it's wobbled him or really like fucked him up bad to where we were scared at any point so I definitely go check that out um, I'm excited for the third one I hope they do it in May and um, Arriba Mexico Who, uh, what's next for Canelo? Probably Lemieux. Lemieux fought on the undercard, and it was kind of like a tournament to see. Well, not a tournament, but a number one contendership. Okay. To see who got Triple G or the winner of this fight. But Canelo kind of took all four of his belts. So Lemieux will probably want to go against Canelo. All right. Lemieux got a second-round knockout against O'Sullivan. Nasty. Okay. I got nothing because I mean, like, like I've stated many times, I don't, I don't really follow boxing. So, mm. but all right, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I will. I got, I got a little bit of time this weekend. At least the highlights. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, yeah. At least check out the highlights. Um, I don't have anything else, man. Um, yeah, I got nothing else either. Secret time. Secret time? <laughs> no, I was just going to see if you had any secrets you wanted to tell us secret time. No, I got no secrets. <laughs> secret time? My dad shit his pants at Banana Republic. Secret time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. That fucking special is so good. Yeah, I love Bert. I've watched it like four or five times now. God damn. Yeah. I get bored of it, like if I like at night or something, when I'm just kind of trying to chill and like uh-huh. unwind, I'll just throw it on, just chill out, fall asleep sometimes. Yeah, and no, I checked it out that Friday. Yeah, Joe's got one coming out soon. Next, next October something. October fifth, I believe. Something like that. I think the day before. There's a lot of things coming out in October fifth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Good. Pretty sure Joe's got got a special so coming out on the October fifth. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, plugs. Uh, check out Full Heel Podcast for WWE talk, old breakdowns. Um, I just talked about Canelo. Well, I just talked about what we talked about here, but go check it out anyway. Last week's episode it was me, Quadril, and Jose. So check it out on YouTube, on Podbean, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. It should be at. 
Uh, rate, review, and share. Share, share, share. Uh, the more people see it, the better for me. The more views I get, so that really helps out. Maybe I'll get more fans that way. Well, yeah, that's exactly how you get more fans, by sharing and people watching. But, uh, yeah, share it. More people watch. More people will like. Share this. It uh, really helps out the show. Rate and review. Rate and review. Fool Heal Podcast. FHP. <laughs> well said, my brother. Well Bye-bye. said. I'm high as shit. I was fucking smoking joints with Tony before the show. So I, and I did a couple of dabs. I'm well medicated and ready for bed. Oh, dude, so I bought this fucking 100 milligram, um, like, gummy treat at the cup, and uh, it was supposed to be, like, 250 milligram doses, but that motherfucker wasn't split up in two. Mm -hmm. It was just one piece, and it was all covered in nerds, so I ate the whole goddamn thing Saturday. How'd that go? It was fucked up. It was like I ate at like eight thirty nine o'clock, and I was just sitting there, chilling out. I smoked, and I was just like, all of a sudden, like it hit me, and I was just like, I'm high as fuck. A uh, breaking news: Valentina Shevchenko versus Joanna Shevchenko, or Valentina or Joanna Janjeskiv has been scheduled for December eighth, UFC two thirty one for the vacant world flyweight championship. Holy shit. You just hit me before ESPN even told me. Um, Ariel Hawani reported it, so... I like it. Per Dana White on SportsCenter. Who reported this? Aaron Bronsteder. Hopefully we're not getting duped. All the MMA takeovers reporting it as well. It's got to be true, bro. Absolutely Credible. True. Credible. Credible. Fuck Ariel Hawani. If it comes from the MMA takeover, it's real. They are pretty credible, though, and they do correct themselves, though. To be For sure. All kidding aside. I, was not, I wasn't being sarcastic. I was. A little bit. Was I? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? There's no video. Ah... Uh... <laughs> Shout-outs to everybody out there on the Loaded Joe's Podcast Network. Shout-outs to everybody listening to us on uh, the original iTunes feed, listening to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Get ready, because there's going to be a whole lot more Conor McGregor talk coming up in the next two weeks. Oh, yeah. Whole body. Whole body. The motherfucking king is back. Yeah, MMA's good again. Yeah. No shit. Press conferences are interesting again. (laughs) That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. We'll see you guys next week. 